Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. It's Monday, March 9th. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, the daily news podcast you're listening to one hour earlier than you did last week. I feel like we forgot to tell them it was daylight savings time on Friday. I forgot to tell myself, and uh, <laughs> I, I come first, you know? <laughs> On today's show, women go on strike in Mexico, some headlines, but first... We have more presidential primaries on the way on Tuesday, and the coronavirus is still a major cause for concern in the United States and around the world. Today, we're going to take a look at how campaigns are taking precautions and what states are doing to ensure that voting goes smoothly. Let's start in Washington, which has a primary set for Tuesday and is also home to the most known coronavirus cases in the country. How are people preparing in the state? Yeah, so interestingly enough, Washington lucked out in the sense that their primary is using exclusively mail-in ballots. That's not a response to the coronavirus, but just how it was, you know, not knowing that something like this would happen. This reduces the worry, obviously, about people putting their nasty fingers on voting machines or even, you know, gatherings in any sort of voting precinct. And even with that in mind, the Washington Secretary of State's office is urging further precautions here out of an abundance of caution. They want voters to not lick their ballots when they're sealing the envelope. Fair. Um, You shouldn't lick your actual ballot either way. (laughs) It's the envelope that I'm talking about. Um, But rather use a wet sponge or cloth to seal them up. Honestly, people should do that anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Who's licking envelopes? I don't don't know. I don't want to touch, you know, dried saliva if I'm working there. And so if you are in Washington, please be advised about that. Additionally, election workers who have started counting ballots this week were asked to use gloves when doing so. And voters are also being encouraged to use drop boxes for their ballots instead of going into a physical post office. The good news in Washington is that they're preparing for record turnout. Mm -hmm. In terms of events, though, there aren't any more that we know of planned for the top presidential contenders before the Tuesday primary. Yeah, for good reason. I mean, to that end, what else have the campaigns been doing to prepare? Well, recently, state Democrats in Washington postponed an annual party dinner. Mm -hmm. Uh, Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal, who represents most of Seattle, Acknowledged that coronavirus was posing a challenge and that she was doing a lot of elbow bumping. It's congressionally approved now. (laughs) As for the campaigns, this is, of course, a policy issue that's come up. We saw in the last debate, even, you know, conversations from the candidates about the mishandling of the crisis by the Trump administration. But they're also starting to get questions about coronavirus as a practical issue on the trail. And for the moment... The presidential campaigns of three men that are in their 70s, Mm. Biden, Sanders, and President Trump, are proceeding as usual for now. Here's what Trump had to say at a recent visit to the CDC about his campaign events. We have tens of thousands of people standing outside the arena, so... Is it a risk if there's that many people all close together? It doesn't bother me at all, and it doesn't bother them at all. Yikes. It definitely bothers me. (laughs) Uh, And Sanders was asked about it on CNN on Sunday. We are in communications with public health officials wherever we go. 
yesterday, uh, we had a rally in, in Chicago, Grand Park. We had 15,000 people out, and I love rallies. But your point is well taken. We will not endanger the health of, of uh, anybody in this country. And I think there are many organizations, the NBA being one, uh, theaters all over this country. I mean, this, we are watching this thing very, very carefully. What is most important is the health of the American people, and we are in constant contact uh, with public health officials and getting their advice. Yeah, so that is sort of the posture that the Democratic candidates are taking. <laughs> uh, Biden had a similar answer during a campaign stop in Mississippi saying, quote, we're listening to the experts at the CDC and doing everything they recommend. But already, in addition to the preparation that is going on in Washington state, at least one political event that was set to host the presidential candidates has been canceled. Mm. The AFL-CIO had a forum that was scheduled for Thursday in Florida, which Sanders and Biden were set to attend. But the AFL-CIO canceled it due to coronavirus. So right now, these decisions are mostly being made by the campaigns. They're getting their information. They're deciding based on that information that they're getting. Similar to how private businesses and brands are making decisions to cancel events or keep their employees at home. And meanwhile, for the campaigns, the canvassers that are working on behalf of them are still having to to go about what they're doing, too. So, wow. you know, separate <laughs> sort of um, challenges in, in doing that. Mm -hmm. We're not in a situation yet where the federal government or states are calling for a lockdown or, or end to these events. Yeah, so that's how the coronavirus is beginning to impact the presidential campaigns. But what else do we need to tell people about it this week? Yeah, so in Italy, cases have shot up and the government has locked down northern parts of the country, including Milan and Venice. Mm. It's likely to have major economic ramifications for the country. And the quarantine is set to last until at least April 3rd. By Sunday, Italy had reported more than 7,000 cases, with 366 being fatal. Oh, God. That makes, yeah, the most deaths from coronavirus outside of China. Meanwhile, in the U.S., a port in Oakland, California, is being prepared for the arrival of a quarantined Grand Princess cruise ship that is going to be evacuated and quarantined beginning today. Officials said that 46 people on the ship were tested and 21 tested positive. And finally... Senator Ted Cruz said on Sunday that he interacted with someone at the Conservative Political Action Conference mm. in Washington, D.C., who tested positive for coronavirus. While Cruz said that he hadn't experienced symptoms, he is remaining at home in Texas this week. He is most certainly going to be watching Princess Bride. Yeah, it's a sick kid movie. Yes. <laughs> That's what you watch. Sick adult, sick kid event. Uh, well, we will keep you updated as these storylines progress. Take care of yourself out there. Don't touch me. A quick heads up, our next story involves violence against women, so if it's too upsetting, skip to a couple of minutes from now. Sunday was International Women's Day, and people around the world, from Spain to the Philippines to Turkey, came out to demonstrate for gender equality and an end to exploitation. Today, women across Mexico are following that up with a nationwide strike to protest the rise in gender-based violence in the country. Activists are calling on women to boycott work, school, shopping, and even using social media. In English, the Day of Action translates to a day without women. Akila, tell us a little bit more about what's behind the strike. Yeah, so the real motivation for this demonstration is, like you said, violence against women in Mexico. So here are some stats. There were about 1,000 femicides, so girls and women killed because of their gender, in Mexico last year, up 10% from the year prior. 
an average of 10 women were killed per day in 2019, God. and most by men that they know. About two-thirds of women in Mexico have reported experiencing some kind of violence, failures in the justice system to adequately prosecute offenders and their accomplices has allowed this crisis to worsen. And the murder rate in Mexico is at a multi-decade high, and women and other vulnerable groups are bearing the brunt of that. Also, uh, there were two especially brutal murders recently that caused public outrage. One involved a 25-year-old woman allegedly killed by her husband in a really gruesome manner, and the other, a 7-year-old girl who was assaulted, killed, and disposed of in a horrific act of violence. God. So. Yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, we've seen women's strikes in other countries mm -hmm. like Iceland and Argentina and Poland, the idea is to leverage economic power to raise awareness right. and in this case demand more protection from authorities. Yeah, that's right. So about 22 million women work in Mexico or 40 percent of the total workforce. So suddenly being without their contributions to bring international attention to these dire issues is the entire goal. Federal and local government offices and dozens of universities are granting leave to female employees and students in a show of solidarity. And some of Mexico's biggest companies are also helping to support the Day of Action. So Walmart says its 100,000 female employees in Mexico are free to join the strike, and other corporate supporters include Ford. But quick side note, not everyone who wants to be there will be able to take part in the strike. Right. You know, many women work in situations where they can't afford to take the day off. So, you know, for you all, we see you, we feel you, solidarity. Uh, according to a local employers association, the economic losses in Mexico City alone could hit $300 million. But if you want the economic benefits of women, then you have to pay attention to what's happening to them and commit to stopping it. Yeah, that's right. Um, mm -hmm. And how is the government responding to the murders of women and calls for action here? Yeah, a lot of the organizers would probably say poorly. Yeah. Um, a poll released last week found that 82% of respondents disapproved of President Lopez Obrador's handling of violence against women. And that's largely because there's a sense that the violence isn't a priority for the president. During the protests surrounding these deaths, some women spray-painted statues and historic buildings. And President Obrador said, I ask all the feminists with due respect, don't paint on our doors and our walls. We are working to stop femicides, which is just really not the concern or fear that women would like him to be focusing on. Um, and it really does go beyond him. You know, women say that their plight isn't taken seriously by authorities, that it's difficult to get restraining orders and other protective measures where they're, you know, there's an actual threat to their lives. And what's kind of ironic is that women actually have made a lot of strides in terms of representation in Mexico's Congress. Nearly half of lawmakers in Mexico's Congress are women, and that's ranking fourth in the entire world. So, you know, that's well above the 24 percent of the United States. Yeah. It's definitely just high. So the question is how to translate political power and economic power into this culture shift and, you know, real accountability. Well, if you are striking in Mexico, Godspeed. We will follow up if more comes from this. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who 
deserves flowers in your life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S., with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love Fast Growing Trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, and that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, Fast Growing Trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. President Trump is getting a new chief of staff for the fourth time in three years. The chief of staff role has now been played by almost as many people as the Joker. Aww. Representative Mark Meadows from North Carolina will be stepping in and replacing Mick Mulvaney. And Trump broke the news on Twitter, along with an announcement that Mulvaney will move on to be the new U.S. special envoy for Northern Ireland. He did not provide reasons behind his decision, but it's safe to assume that Trump wasn't happy with Mulvaney after he revealed some incriminating evidence about Trump during impeachment. Meadows was predicted to get the new gig because of his diehard Trump-defending record. His hiring is just another example of how Trump loves to reward loyalty because in addition to being president, he is also president of being insecure. Yeah, you just gotta be nice to Mr. Donald. Uh, <laughs> two big endorsements were made over the weekend as the primary race narrows down to two frontrunners. Senator Bernie Sanders received an endorsement from Reverend Jesse Jackson, a well-known African-American civil rights leader. Their relationship goes all the way back to the 80s when Sanders endorsed Jackson during his second run for the presidency. Jackson said a progressive path laid out by Sanders would help black Americans socially and economically. Meanwhile, former Vice President Joe Biden got an endorsement from California Senator Kamala Harris, who once challenged Biden on the debate stage as a 2020 candidate herself. She posted a video saying, quote, we need a leader who really does care about the people and who can therefore unify the people. Harris follows a chain of former presidential candidates this cycle that have also endorsed Biden. 
Betsy DeVos's brother and the founder of the small private army called Blackwater, Eric Prince, has been revealed to have hired former government spies to infiltrate liberal groups like a Democratic congressional campaign and a teacher's union. Going from being a real spy to recording teachers figuring out how to pay for textbooks is like going from driving a race car to driving an ice cream truck that's all room temp lemon ices. <laughs> like, what a downgrade. Um, Prince's role was to recruit spies for Project Veritas, a right-wing group, which then embedded them in places like the Michigan chapter of the American Federation of Teachers. Both Prince and Project Veritas have had ties to the Trump administration, but the New York Times, who first reported this story, said it's not known whether the White House was involved this time. Prince is one of the dozen or so Trump associates who had contact with Russian officials during his 2016 campaign. He's currently under investigation by the Justice Department over allegations that he lied to Congress during the Mueller investigation. You know, it's impressive that a guy this busy found time to be the James Bond of Midwestern elementary schools. Yeah, a cornucopia of scumbags. Uh, (laughs) The government might be scrambling for a coronavirus plan, but one man has it covered. That's formerly incarcerated televangelist Jim Baker, who advertised his cure on his show last month. This influenza that is now circling the globe, you're saying that silver solution would be effective. Well, let's say it hasn't been tested on this strain of the coronavirus, but it's been tested on other strains of the coronavirus and has been uh, able to eliminate it within 12 hours. Lord, have mercy. God rest your soul. (laughs) Turn that off if you're listening to it right now. I'm not fully convinced, uh, but it can't hurt to consume my body weight in wet, slimy silver. Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) the New York Attorney General said that there is no FDA-approved treatment or vaccine for COVID-19 and wasn't happy with Baker's endorsement. As of last week, the AG gave Baker 10 days to stop marketing the silver solution as a coronavirus cure. Cut it out, man. And those are the headlines. The first two episodes of Crooked's brand new sports podcast, Hall of Shame, are out today. Each week, Rachel Bonetta of Fox Sports and comedy writer Rechna Fruckbaum will break down some of the craziest scandals in sports history to get to the bottom of what went down, why these stories matter, and how they're still relevant today. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, move our car to the other side of the street so we don't get a ticket, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just yield signs like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and don't, don't forget, forget to, to drink, drink your, your silver. silver. I don't know if you should do that. I can't, <laughs> cannot advise. Don't you melt your rings. What a Day is a product of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our senior producer is Katie Long. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the back. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at Shipped.com. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. 
and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.